Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's... Two old queens, it's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I am so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who's joining us. They're an actor and comedian you've seen in the movie Black Bear, and they're also co-founder of the Squirrel Comedy Theater in New York City. It's Lou Gonzalez. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> All set. Thank you. Thank, oh, what an honor. <laughs> what an honor and a privilege. It oh, is the, a privilege. All, <laughs> it's all our honor and privilege. <laughs> uh, quick question for the group. Okay. Would you want to live for 90,000 years? Hmm. I would say no. But then also, uh, are things going to bother you that much? I feel like eventually you're getting murdered. You don't think you're going to make it to 90,000? I feel eventually... You think you're going to piss off enough people that you're like, I'm going to get killed before I get There's got to be, or at least a mishap at some point. But it... But you're saying that you would live ninety thousand years, so technically, I guess so. Yeah, you you would be guaranteed. Yeah, let's say you're guaranteed time. to live ninety thousand years. Would you take that offer? Would I, I love... be like youthful the way they are in this movie? Uh, you're average. You're like like how in you my are early twenties. No, you're how you are now. Oh, so my early twenties. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of prerequisite questions. Um, <laughs> will I be able to play my tuba? <laughs> Absolutely. Is my not. apartment rent controlled? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In that case, of course. <laughs> I would I would assume if I lived enough, I would become rich and then poor several times over. Will you invest? Just for fun. Hopefully. Yeah. Just for fun. Just for funsies. <laughs> you know. Interesting. I'd probably be, learn an instrument, know? a few other languages. Yeah. I'd will be, there be a new languages. Yeah, I might invent some languages. You yeah, might you know religion. You'd have enough, you'd have enough time. Sure. But what about seeing all those like loved ones who don't have your immortality, like 
Oh, well, you didn't say pass. that. Well, I assume, you know. Oh, no, like maybe I would say after the first century, I've kind of become numb to it. Yeah. Don't you think like you would have a hard time, I think, making connections like you would see people as disposable. They're everyone's an acquaintance when you're living 90,000 years. <laughs> right. You'd be like, oh, you fall in love for the first time. Adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, I was like, there's only several ways that this can go. And so, like, good luck with that. I mean, yeah. to be honest, I feel like I'm 90,000 years. <laughs> Do you? Uh, yeah, just a little bit. You look just great. <laughs> well, these past few years have been hard on all of us. Lou. That's true. So that'll yeah. do it. Guys, the last couple of years were weird. <laughs> Little tough. Can we have a do-over? Yeah. I'd love, I would love a do-over. To be honest, I definitely did it terribly and I and I loved it. I was I like, I was like <laughs> What do you mean you did it terribly? I did not learn any new abilities or traits in fact i've got i've got worse at everything that i felt like i <laughs> i think that's pretty common I think yeah that, yeah, yeah i don't not everyone is learning how to do sourdough bread i didn't no i didn't do either no, i think the I'm, thing to like remember is that like we didn't know it was going to be like a year on lockdown like it'd be one thing if we go back and be like for one year you're not gonna do anything then I think it would have been a different thing. But since we were like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's like. We it just didn't a few know what's happening for, for, for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you one thing that I did do. I bought a bunch of um, Wi-Fi lights. <laughs> so many ring I, lights. You're also hey, a bunch and a bunch of ring lights. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, really, well, like, well, you could change colors. Those kind of lights. Like you can change colors, but then Through like, your phone, like an app. Exactly. But now, like, I've moved and now I have all these lights and I'm like, OK, where I'm going to put them now? I have to reset them. And it's a whole thing. What a night. A whole new studio. <laughs> it's a whole new what studio. A... <laughs> Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> Uh, I, and, and, and I have to, you know, once you move into a new place, you have to figure out like, what am I going to do with these walls? Yeah. Right. Um, we well, got uh, artwork up. I see that you're not doing so nice. bad. It looks like you made some good, good choices. Yeah. I have, uh, I have that shitty little. No, <laughs> behind. Like... No. there you go. There's some All that. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I figure I it takes the... about six months to get comfortable in a new space. Yeah. I just have a bunch of paintings just lying around. Like there's this one. I'll show you. Mm -hmm. It says everything's oh. gonna be okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Inspirational. I, I love, yeah, I love to be yet grounded. I love to be hopeful yet practical. That's mm -hmm. smart. And, I think, smart. and that's that's the vibe. It's like, hey, things are gonna be great, but there's a possibility it won't. <laughs> or they'll get it either way. <laughs> yeah. I always hear be. though, like people in New York are always like, "You're never home, though. Who cares how big your place is? You're never home." But it sounds like you are. Are you a bit of a nester? I well, I like going. Well, to be fair, I've got in about maybe three hours ago, and I had been out since. But I don't. Oh. As uh, uh, I've always been someone who's like, "Oh, no, I'm good." Like in terms of like doing things, with, <laughs> no, I'm my fine. stuff is good. Yeah, yeah, my stuff is good. Like I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit of a nester in, mm. in New York, but mostly like. Uh, I would say I'm more active now that I've moved because I'm like, oh, I need to find out what are explore the your things. neighborhood. Yes, explore my neighborhood, figure out what friends are in the neighborhood. So I'm doing a lot of that right now. I'm doing like lunches and stuff and being like, what the fuck's going on in this neighborhood? Tell me. Like, where is this energy? Why are you so angry? Are you trying to solve a crime? And I think it's like, when am I not? <laughs> There's always a crime to solve. In There's, New York City? Come on. There's so many that have been unsolved. <laughs> so many. I mean, that's your to-do list is never complete in New York City. Yeah, there's and uh, and that's why it's always interesting. That's why it's always interesting. <laughs> that's what they um, say. 
Yeah, in Los Angeles, you serve and you have that, and that's beautiful. <laughs> as a waiter, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you have yeah, you serve as a waiter. Serve yeah. drinks, apps, <laughs> and, and yeah, and you have like you have your juices, and I love, love that. my juices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did buy yesterday. I did buy a pineapple kombucha that I'm very Whoa. excited to try tomorrow. Oh. I buy- think I'll have it tomorrow. <laughs> you bought it. And you're like, I'm gonna save this pineapple kombucha. Yeah. Well, yeah when, when are you? Yeah. When are you gonna crack that bad boy open? When are you gonna celebrate that? <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Right on a Friday, you know, <laughs> uh, really unwind. You the weekend's begun. Yeah. Well, I had a terrible kombucha earlier in the week, it was like a cherry one, and it was like <sighs> foul, it was awful. I had to throw half of it away, but like I was still like, I like a, a kombucha, I don't have them all the time, like maybe once every few months, I'll have one, but it does like uh make me feel better, like a cleanse. Huh. Of a- Has there ever been a kombucha in which you were like, ah, refreshing? Like what is them, the, the cayenne one? What's the, the cayenne one? The one with like the okay. cayenne, a little bit okay. of heat. It does clear my like whenever I have a cold, it like helps my sinuses. All right. Okay. So I'll give it up for that. Don't come okay. for my kombucha that I have once every three months. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't I we didn't think... know that it was once every three months. We assumed <laughs> like uh, like most beverages, when you purchase them. You're eventually going right. to drink it. Yeah. yeah. I will. I will. Not well. investing in a, it's not a bottle <laughs> yeah. of wine. It's only been yeah. three days. What's the rush? Still weird for a bottle of it's, a beverage that's not like is wine. That, or that weird? Like that. Is it two, is it two liters? Is it a large? Yeah, it yeah. is <laughs> odd that you have. Yeah, it's very that odd. I went to, to Trader honest. Joe's. I bought one juice and then one kombucha, and I'll drink that later in the week. So wait, it feels it, weird. I like weird. having a choice of. Be- I usually have. I always have Topo Chico, just unflavored regular Topo Chico. Okay. Uh, right. Coke Zero. Yeah. And water. So I like a sample okay. of beverages. So now I threw a kombucha <laughs> into the mix. So you have unflavored yeah. Topo Chico. Do you have you ever partaken in a soda stream? Is, or is that like something no, I'm that, not you, in that you're not doing too much that. work? I'm not refilling something. I gotta go to Bed Bath and Beyond now every three months. Get out of here. You're not refilling something? No, so no. you don't have like a Brita. Yeah, or why anything? go to bed? I do why have to go to Bed Bath okay. every three months where you could just get a kombucha. Which, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But I also like drinking out of a glass bottle. You know, Topo Chico okay. is better out of a glass bottle. It is it is very mm-hmm. classy, the Topo Chico. That's me, Jane. She's a lady. Class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking I didn't know of, I was talking to royalty. Speaking of royalty, <laughs> oh, thank you. Today we're talking about Jupiter ascending. John, what's the deal with Jupiter ascending? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Jupiter ascending. It was written and directed by the Wachowskis and tells the story of Jupiter Jones, an ordinary cleaning woman who discovers she's really the heiress of an intergalactic nobility and must fight to protect the inhabitants of Earth from an ancient and destructive industry. It stars Mila Kunis, Channing Tatum, Sean Bean, Eddie Redmayne, and Douglas Booth. It premiered February 6, 2015 and made $184 million off a budget of somewhere between $176 to $210 million. It received mostly negative reviews. David Edelstein of Vulture.com called it a name from first frame to last, adding it was miraculously unmiraculous. And British film critic Mark Kermode said, Jupiter Ascending is a lot of things. Bonkers, all over the place, incoherent, preposterous, ridiculous dialogue that George Lucas would have thrown in the bin, spectacularly overripe performances. I'm not going to say it's good, but I would be lying if I say I didn't enjoy it. And it was nominated for six Razzie Awards, Worst Picture, Worst Actor for Channing Tatum, Worst Actress for Mila Kunis, Worst Screenplay, Worst Director, and Worst Supporting Actor for Eddie Redmayne, who actually won. And that is the deal with Jupiter Ascending. 
Well, uh, the Razzies are a bunch of cowards, though. You know, they always go off the easy <laughs> bad movies. Like, nominate the whale, you cowards. That's the problem. Anyway, well, it's a different year. Yeah, <laughs> but the, they never will, though. Uh, but Lou, we asked you to pick a movie, and you chose Jupiter Ascending. Why Jupiter Ascending? What's special about Jupiter Ascending <laughs> is that, you know, there are bad movies that you can enjoy for like some parts. And this, like most classic bad movies, has a lot of flaws. Sure. There's way too yeah. much talking. There's way too much talking going on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's no clear understanding of who these people are and why they are. <laughs> um, Eddie Redmayne gives an insane performance. Yep. That, Thank goodness, by the to way. To be honest, <laughs> carried that movie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> carried it. And they were for and there's this very forced straight narrative that feels unnatural. And everything about that movie screams queerness. And everything about this I, movie? Yeah, everything about what I just said screams queerness. Forced straight narrative. Uh, just uh, Eddie uh, Redmayne, Eddie Redmayne carrying the queer community as he always does. Thank you for your service, yeah. Man. Thank you, yeah. For, thank you for your service. Are you a Wachowski's fan? Um, I, I, not particularly, no, but not this, even the Matrix. I, I love the first Matrix, sure, it's a classic and it changed like movies yeah the whole yeah. movie landscape and how movies were made it was revolutionary and oh and i love v for vendetta well they all produce right. but yes sure. yeah they, they, they were they were involved somehow their fingerprints yeah, yeah. are they're, all they're, over yeah <laughs> their dna's within the it. wachowskis are knee deep in it but i chose this movie because a i was like this was a bad movie that i remember and particularly it was eddie redmayne's performance and i was like this is yeah, yeah, insane yeah. yes this is mm-hmm. so insane he was in a different movie. Yeah. And well, I wish everyone else joined that movie. <laughs> sure. Well, this is about like seven movies in one, really. It's like constantly yeah. changing genres. So you just have to like keep up essentially. They call it a space opera. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> so are you a fan of like do you enjoy? Did you when you re I assume you rewatch this? Yes, when I rewatched it, I forgot how bad it actually was. It's like one of those things, you know, when you pick a song in karaoke and you're singing, and you're like, oh my god, and then you're like, this oh goes my god, on and on. It's eight minutes song to go. Oh, why and do I, I don't keep picking American Pie? Right, exactly. And I think that's what happened when I watched. It. I was like, oh no. Are you? A, are you? So are you someone who like enjoys a bad movie? Like watch? Or do you I like love, a schlock? I yeah. love bad movies. I. Yeah. I some of my best memories of movie watching is me and my friends talking shit about the movie as the movie's happening. Of course. And sometimes people just did not want us to do that. And I was like, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. You're watching a bad movie. You should be grateful. (laughs) Shouldn't have made Babylon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's just certain movies where it's like, like, you gotta be two hours or under for me to enjoy your badness. Once it's, (laughs) it's then you're now being taken hostage in that third hour. And that's why I don't, I, I personally have, no desire to watch anything from what's his name? Damien Chazelle. Chazelle. Yeah. Uh, no desire to, and you know what? They're doing well. There's people that like, they're fine. Yeah. They're fine. And I'm just going to say, <laughs> you stay us. over there. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't need to see this, but what I do need to see is another Jupiter. Ascending. Thank you. <laughs> Jupiter Jones story must continue. Okay. There was so much story left to be had. 
Absolutely. Um, Apparently, because uh, there were 15 stories. There's yeah. 15 stories. At least. Uh, what about you, John? Is this your first time with Jupiter? No, Sandman? I saw it when it came out. I saw it in the theater. And I also remember thinking it was bad. I didn't remember any specifics rewatching it. What I remembered was like, oh, well, Channing Tatum's in it. I know he's like half wolf. And that was sort of sexy in a surprising way. And yeah, this movie is not good. And it's surprising to me. Like in watching it, I was like, it's colorful. It's got all this fun, campy stuff, stuff that I like. And yeah, I'm not enjoying it. I actually, while watching it, was thinking this should have been a TV series because they were trying to do so much and it happened so fast. Like every eight minutes, there's another battle or a wedding or something goes on with bees or some crazy dinner scene with her family who is who are just as insane as these weird space creatures. So it was a movie that I was like, I don't know why I'm not enjoying this even in a bad way. I thought it was ultimately just kind of flat and boring and so much CGI, like just an insane, unenjoyable amount. And it seemed like no one in the movie was having fun. That's me. How about you, Mark? <laughs> I actually, this is maybe like my fourth or fifth time watching wow. Jupiter Ascending. Wow. I do think it's a fun, bad, just especially like the first like 90 minutes. It gets a little slow towards the end, especially like Eddie Redmayne disappears for too long. But I do yeah. think I do enjoy the beginning, how it just keeps changing what the movie is. Like for the first every five minutes, like all of a sudden now we're in a Miyazaki movie. Now we're in Brazil. Now yeah. we're doing like Matrix style action. I do think that one eight minute chase scene is pretty good in the rooftops around when they're flying around. Yes, yeah, so, New York. All pretty well. Uh, Chicago. Well, uh, executed. Chicago. I think that is like pretty well, like the Wachowskis do action pretty well. But beyond that one's like, this is not a good movie by any means. Do I care about any of the lore or the characters? Absolutely not. But I didn't, I never find myself that bored with it. It's just so goofy. Like they're trying mm -hmm. to cram so much story into one movie that should have been like doled out maybe over like three movies. Seems like to be with the, like there's just so much lore than weird aliens that are all like the dumbest looking aliens you've ever seen. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're introducing you to new planets where you have no idea what's going on. And then cutting back to Chicago feels like a real de-heightening half the time absolutely when that happened that made no sense it <laughs> yeah. made no sense and i thought all of the performance like everyone was had like made a decision that this is not a good movie and they're gonna phone <laughs> it in like yeah. they i feel like i don't think yeah. any like i i think they felt it i think that was the vibe and then certain people was like, this is my first movie, so I'm going to give it my all. Right. Um, uh, I've Sadly, never... that might have been Mila Kunis giving it her all. I And, mm. and I was about to say that. I think <laughs> that's the most you're going to get out of Mila. And, yeah. and here's the thing. Stunning. Stunning. <laughs> Stunning. Uh -huh. Okay? And that's the problem, is that she they gave her too much dialogue. Well, I um, guess there's an IMDb trivia that says like her character asks a over a hundred questions. Yeah, that's all she does. <laughs> that's all she. Does. What's <laughs> happening? What's going on? Why are you doing this? I also think it's the least queer Wachowski movie compared to all their others. Oh, it definitely. Yeah, I, I think a, like that's like that's Speed Racer. I haven't seen it. Speed Racer is like Speed, pure like visual fantasia is, is the entire is time. Queer visuals. Yeah. Uh, also, the love. What's interesting is that the love story truly was not built up at all. No, it and comes, who cares? It comes out of nowhere, and it basically the whole vibe of it is like I'm horny for you. Like I think that's what. Yeah. Like it's not love. It's like I'm horny for you. I like what's going. You saved my life, and yeah. you're you're a dog and that's hot to me. And so uh, I think that was also something that went down. 
I think in in watching the movie and trying to break it down into what they were trying to say, I think what they were trying to say is not every movie should be made. It's that an was anti-movie their, their movie. You're it's an anti-movie movie. It was like, oh, you love movies? You really love movies? Okay. Well, let, we'll see about that. We're going we'll to spend that. $175 million <laughs> yeah. to prove you wrong. Yeah. We're going to give you eight different movies. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're not going to like any of them. They're, yeah. They're, they're gonna, all bad. Yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be <laughs> land is all hell. Um, except this weird little <laughs> evil man who's just He's having rooting. a good time. He's having a great time. <laughs> Screaming, I thought, whispering. I thought he cried a lot more in the movie than he did. That was but you. When he, yeah. That was me. <laughs> yeah. That was me being gagged. Yeah. <laughs> by that we performance. Know. Yeah, yeah. I. It's he's he. I think he. It's also like Eddie Redmayne's performance, uh, and I think Eddie Redmayne's character is basically an archetype of most queer coded villains. Sure. Like very, yeah. Sheriff of very, Nottingham's. And, yeah. It's mm-hmm. very. It's very much that energy. He was like you know obsessed with their mother. Yeah. Ultimately, spoiler alert: kills mm-hmm. killed their mother. Uh, again, I'm still trying to understand. So, uh, Ed Redman kills his mother. The lineage goes to, Mila or she's Kunis? reincarnate. She's reincarnated within yeah. Mila Kunis, and the way Mila Kunis discovers or that she's royalty is bees fuck with her. <laughs> bees can are genetically designed to sense royalty. Yeah, they sense Didn't royalty. Did you know that? That line was really good. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that I just that's a fun day on set. Are genetically designed to recognize. Roman. I will say this: though, I do also think the CGI is better than most like your M's current crop of MCU movies because this is from a time when they would actually put time into CGI. Like they because like, Marvel more... wasn't hadn't hired everyone. Yeah, there was the there was there was that's what I'm saying. There wasn't like crunch like like and, oh the CGI actually looks good in this. Like it looks better now than current movies do. It looks it does look really good, and there is a thing like when you do watch CGI movies like not on a, a projection screen, it tend you can tend to sense where the CGI is a lot more just uh, because of like the frame uh-huh. per minute and whatever. But this one held up. There were a couple of so. scenes where I was just like, oh, this is odd. But I thought again, like again, so much exposition. Right. There yeah. was so much. And then at the yeah, end, it's not enough in some ways, humans. too. It's the Matrix again. We're farming humans. That's all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Once you realized, and again, I don't want to confuse people. So basically, um, the movie starts um, basically just showing Mila Kunis' character's conception because we needed that. We got to go all the way back. <laughs> we got to go all the From way the back before, before she was even born. What I loved about that, though was they were having this really sweet moment and it was just to me it was just very funny and they were like and they're just like being playful and then just, these dudes just kicked on the door with guns <laughs> out of nowhere like that was not the tone and they were like oh no and then Mila Kunis's uh daddy gets shot but in the yeah. stomach and dies instantly which is that's not how that works well, that's a- alien guns <laughs> though alien bullets are different maybe there was a virus in the bullet or something you we know, don't know we don't it, know and because the movie doesn't explain anything that's plausible that's plausible yeah. well lou what else is plausible as you may or may not know <laughs> is that we are looking for the gayest movies ever so we have a complex and byzantine scoring system with which to judge them so we're going to go through a ton of categories at one point you are going to come up with a category and it will be added <laughs> to the wheel or you, you can, can choose a pre-existing, pre-existing category, category. 
We always sound like we've had a head injury when we start to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that makes sense. Don't worry about it. This is our current top five gayest movies ever. So this is our current ranking. In, top, in fifth place with a 90.37%. Madonna, Truth or Dare. In fourth place with a 92.20%. Showgirls. In third place with a 92.99%. The Bride of Frankenstein. In second place with a 93.21%. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And still number one with a 94.83% is Female Trouble. All right, Lou, wow. so if you had to guess now, how well do you think Jupiter Ascending is going to do? I think it's like a solid 25. 25%? <laughs> 25% no, 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 or 25th just, place? I, uh, I want to say 25th place. I think uh, the, the movie in itself, energy-wise, in the canon of all movies that have been made, mm-hmm. I, I want to I give it like a solid 75 75. Well, what's I'll tell you what's around right now with the 75.19% in 37th place is Greece. So honestly, I could see that. Maybe. We'll see if you could be gayer than Greece. Yeah. It's a good goal. So let's get into it. The first group of categories are the canon categories. So these we're each going to give the score between zero and a hundred. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So, Lou, what would you give? Jupiter ascending on a scale of 0 to 100 in actual gay characters. In terms of actual gay characters that people will uh, love and celebrate, I would unfortunately <laughs> We didn't say have... anything about loving We didn't say lovers. No, 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 <laughs> just in the canon. <laughs> yeah. Because to me, there's only one that's really giving it. I mean, it, or is it the whole movie as I a whole? The whole mo- I think there's a few. There's also there's a few tiny um, ones. Intergalactic Advocate Bob. Advocate Bob. I wrote that. He's very okay. John Early. Like yes. Yeah. Oh yes. That yeah. is a yes. That 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 little robot twin. <laughs> and also Balaam, um, who's Eddie Redmayne. Balaam himself comes off pretty queer to me. And then also his assistant with a drag queen named Chicanery Knight. Yes. Yeah. Anyone well, named also, Chicanery? Come mm-hmm. on. Also, I think the vibes of the movie are very bisexual. <laughs> or pan, because, even. All or, these or aliens, pan. you know. All these true. aliens. I think at any point, any of those characters could have hooked up with each other. And they probably have. So thinking of queer canon and, and representation. There's also that dog-faced assistant to the princess, Maledictus. Yes. And also the <laughs> also the brother w- was, 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 it was giving me queer vibes as well but then he's like so we see him with his like yeah, that, surrounded by a bevy the weird of orgy of lady demons of i don't know what they were they're like a project i don't like know weird mermaid things yeah it was all ladies though unfortunately oh, that pretty story. pretty man it's a very um, sad story that song say so much though <laughs> i would give it a 60 60 yeah there are a lot of minor characters and a lot of sort of like, yeah, who knows who, you know, like if the drugs are right, sure. But uh, for me, it's a it's a 35. 35. Tough but fair. The John Flynn guarantee. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a 42. Give it an average of 45.67, which is 14 points higher than Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, the toy maker. So there you go. All right. We love that. We love to see it. Um. <laughs> Our next category, gay icons. How are we doing on gay icons? Well, I think the biggest one are the Wachowskis themselves. I agree. Yes, they themselves are enormous queer icons. Mila Kunis, not so much. Is she for the gays? I feel like she's for straight people. Mila I mean, is. She's for... an actress, so every any any actress has some sort of a gay following. But true story. But like as she... assistants or helpers, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or stylists. Here's I mean, she's got thing. like black swan, so she's got some sort of yeah 
she does have black swan but also i just feel like she's known for not showering which the gays love which the gays love and respect i I knew that about her (laughs) i don't love or respect that she's married to ashton kutcher huge gay sure huge gay icon anyone who's been on shark tank (laughs) he's great yeah channing tatum for magic mike Give it a little bit for Magic Mike. You got to give Channing a little bit of something. something I love those movies. Don't get me wrong, because he's he's really good dancing, and he He did and he did that and he did that Beyonce lip sync performance with Beyonce. There you go. So he he gives strong ally. He gives strong ally. Definitely. Are you being an ally if you're doing the lip syncing? If you're taking the spotlight? Do we need straight people to be lip syncing? I don't. What are they subverting? (laughs) Nothing. I'm already powerful. Now look at me more. No, he's using his straight platform to to highlight to, Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah, to highlight Beyonce. She who, who's, she needed who's the not views. really getting, not really the getting the opportunities that we'd hope mm-hmm. that she'd get. Right. Yeah. There's so much she can't do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, like build a table. You know, <laughs> I bet she could. She'll at least hire Blue Ivy to do it or someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah she'll make her kids. She'd do hire it. her daughter to do it. She's yes. going on TaskRabbit. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think for gay icons? I don't think Wachowskis. I think that's the biggest. Yeah, I think that's kind that's of the biggest it, one. Yeah. So what do we think, Lou? Zero to a hundred. So from zero to a hundred, I'm gonna give it uh thirty-five. Thirty-five. Not much love for the Wachowskis. <laughs> I think for the Wachowskis, I will give it uh sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. John, more love for the a bound fan, mm-hmm. possibly. Possibly. You have no idea what I'm talking about. I've never about. seen it. No. You've never seen Bound? John? Nope. Get out of the house. Okay. Um, I'll give it a 65. Giving it an average of 56, which is uh uh 2.47 points higher than Pain and Glory. And that's an Alma Devar film. Hmm. All right, our next one. I guess Wachowski is an Alma Devar, probably about the same level, gay icon-wise. I would put Alma Devar higher than them. I don't know. I don't know if I would. I think they're, I don't know. In the same ball, but the same tier, maybe. Mm-hmm. But within that tier, they he might be higher. I don't know. Uh, does any of this matter? Absolutely not. All right, <laughs> the next category, the queer gaze. Now, by this, we mean, how can you tell, like, oh, this was made by a queer person, just from the visuals alone? I mean, they do there's, have there's a, lot, Tatum there's a lot. For there's like, a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shirtlessness unnecessarily. Eddie Redmayne, to control his spaceship was just naked in water. And yeah. that, I yeah. was like, that's <laughs> that's fun. a spa day. That's a choice. Like yeah. Landing. <laughs> it was unfortunate what they did to Channing Tatum's face, though. His head, the, the, like, yeah. if you were to make that in a video game, you'd be like, no, you can't choose every weird option. Right. Don't dye your um, like goatee situation because it looked no. so bad. No, he bad. looked but like also, a werewolf puddle of mud. Or something. But also, bad dye jobs, very queer. Sure. <laughs> bad dye jobs, very queer. Very queer. I need a change. And you do it. And then you look at those photos and you're like, that was a choice. That was not the I change was going I needed. Something. That yeah. was not the change I needed. What I needed was a therapist. Is there a bigger red flag than frosted tips? We say no. No. Mm. So I think just that, the visual on Channing Tatum and also him shirtless for long periods of time, Really great. But compared to like think, the Matrix or Battle, you know, it's definitely like their least kinky movie. Yes. I think yeah. also this felt very 
they were trying to go very main. It felt mainstreamy. It felt like we. It felt like they were giving a job of like make up a sci-fi world that we can like churn out a franchise of. But like no one seemed excited by this world. Like no one is no. nothing. It's all pretty cliched, and you know it's nothing like that fresh or even that interesting. I, I wonder if it was something that was forced on them. I wouldn't doubt. Does it. that happen? Do people get really forced? You were forcing this $170 million well, movie. Or they're on giving you. you, like, hey, we're looking for, like, would you got another yeah. side? We're, what else do you have? We're not a franchise. What else do you have? And they're like, uh, we got nothing. I don't know. Uh, and I bet you they were like, yeah. Again? yeah. And I bet you they were like, put in more family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put in more family. Have. Have a uh, uh, have the Wolf Boy um, uh, on uh, spaceship skates, um, yeah. you know. But also bees, bees, bees are really hot. Bees are really zeitgeisty right bees now. Let's have bees in here somehow. The spaceships uh, wedding um, rollerblading queer. Very Jet Set Radio. I don't know if you guys remember that yeah. game. I do remember uh, that game, but Good it game. reminded me a lot of Jet Set Radio. Um, the tagging game. Yes. Yeah. You got to get into it, John. John, get into Jet Set Radio. This is the impossible <laughs> for you to play right Wait, now. Hey, you got to get a Dreamcast, John. Yeah, John. Dreamcast. All right. Dreamcast. I will see if anyone has one on eBay. Sure, somebody does. I'm sure. I know they you do. You got to get crazy taxi. That's, oh, yeah. That, that's what I... I had a Dreamcast. I played a lot of crazy taxi. Crazy taxi was a very good game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the, at, at a certain point, I was just like, that's enough. Like, this music is fine, but I, that was enough of it. Right. <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> Uh, well, um, what do you want to give this for the queer gaze? I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a 65. 65. Yeah, I'll go 62. 62. I'll give it a 50. They've done better. Giving it a 59, which is 2.33 points lower than the 2022 version of Scream. All right. Oh, are you guys mm. excited for the Scream Six set in New York City? I'm very um, excited. I'm excited. I like a quickly churned out sequel. That bodes well for me. <laughs> for a horror movie, you know what I mean? Scream 2 was released the next year, and that came out well. I think, and that's why I love horror movies. Horror movies are very, are very of the people, you know? Yes. Right. It is, it is not like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, like, we're just fucking churning this shit out. Mm-hmm. People are going to die, the, 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 the um, effects are going to be practical as all hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. We have no choice but to stand. Yeah. <laughs> Compelled. All right. Our next category, entrances with pizzazz. Okay. So I Weirdly, think here it does really was, well. It does well, but it's also like, I thought it would do better. I think that it does well in the fact that it's so frenetic. Like there really is like, you really don't ever have a moment to breathe. Which Someone I think mentioned is... it has the pacing of, t- of a TV show. And I'm like, oh yeah, it does. In like not yes. a good way, not a good way because you mm. like that. I think we're again, setting up seven plot lines. Yeah, that's the thing. They're setting up the, again. Like it seemed like they were setting up something that never happened. Right, <laughs> but I in think, like honestly, a Star Wars or a Matrix, you like see it through the point of view of one person, and like there might be a quick scene aside to slowly build out the worlds are sl- sl- more slowly and thoughtfully built yes. out. But this one, they're just trying to do it right at the beginning, and we couldn't care less. But I will yeah. say, when people are introduced, there are some good entrances. Well, Jupiter's uh, wedding one is pretty good. That one's yeah. a good on one. that floating platform. And every time a spaceship comes out of a portal, right, hyperspace, you know, I love spaceships, John. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, and there's a lot of like people just like bursting in a room, shooting people. You know, yeah. what I mean, like Eddie Redmayne like comes in on a floating throne at one point. Like, there's 
there's there's a lot of stuff just going on, but yeah, it's just so hyper frenetic that it's just like what's happening. Yeah. Right, like in between it is some of the most bland toast, like dialogue. Yeah, oh, the dialogue no was truly, truly spectacularly bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad. I was like, wow, this is taking me out of it these people talk i was like how long is this <laughs> you were into it before that i was into i was into like i thought the action was Action's pretty fun the opening that fun. one long chase pretty good and you know what it is and again and i hate to bring up queer icon eddie Redmayne, is that he was the only one that i felt had any charisma i think you're um right. and everyone else was because there were so many words, I guess they were just focusing on remembering their lines. It's all like exposition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a set. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna bring it up. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a 70. Fuck it. 70. <laughs> I'll give it a 69. 69, you perv. Ha ha ha. Uh, I'll give it a 65. Give it an average of 68. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, the next category, the Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety do you think this movie would give Mike Pence? Honestly, shockingly low, I think. I looked up Christian Spotlight on the movies. Okay. Oh, yeah. this movie, they had no real big issues with it. Because they're right. Nothing really that outrageous or nothing transgressive really that, yeah. happens. There's a few swear words and bare butts, but that's about it. That's And I'm, I hate to be in agreement with Christian Spotlight on the movies. <laughs> but it is just kind of more bland than... Uh, a, there's nothing really to be offended by. You think he? Do you think he'd be offended by getting married just as like a political thing, as opposed to like for love? He's in politics. For... He understands alliances and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, sure, sure. And he understands murdering mothers. <laughs> Absolutely. But you don't think like Mila Kunis being attracted to Channing Tatum, who's part wolf or dog or whatever animal he is, you don't think that's a no, pro- problem for him? Nah. I think that he would love it. You think he'd love it because, secretly? Yeah. Don't God's let mother know. His dog. <laughs> I guess because like you never buy the romance. It never feels like a real thing that you need to be worried about. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to watch this movie. Oh, this is going to start people. You don't think to... he's going to be like upset about Mila Kunis. She thinks she's selling her eggs at one point. You don't think he's going to be frown upon that? No. Is, is are hardcore Christians against uh, fertilization? Selling your eggs? That feels like you're messing with God. But they, people always say, like, oh, I got my eggs fertilized. We went to a clinic, got fertilized. It's a miracle. People. I think Christians you think Mike Pence, that Christians done all the that? time. Yeah. Doesn't, it hasn't been brought up the last church few, last few church meetings I've been to. I don't think I don't think it's contradictory. To me, it is. Because it's like, it's sort of well, like. That's you between you and God, John. But I mean, that's like time, using contraception. Time, is like, you know what I mean? Like that you're supposed to just let God all do All I know what is God I watch a do. lot of TLC. And I've seen a lot of Christians go okay. to fertility clinics. Because here's the thing, not all Christians are fertile. Thank you. So much because, and here's the thing, and here's and here's the thing, because God doesn't want them to have children. You know, take the note and, is and what we it, say. That's yeah. <laughs> Listen to what your father above tells you and don't have a child. Okay? Who better than three mm-hmm. gay men to tell women what to do with yes. their bodies? <laughs> I love telling women what to do with their bodies Mm -hmm. because i'm an ally thank you (laughs) yes i'm helping that's why we go shopping with them that's right Mm -hmm. do i have any reference or understanding of their experience absolutely not absolutely not am i interested in getting that no 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 particularly do i have opinions that i'm gonna share violently absolutely (laughs) will i take up all the space and oxygen in the room you better believe it that's right. I once went shoe shopping with my sister-in-law and like we were like, you know, at the de- at the department store and like we're leaving and like 
or not leaving, but she has a pair of shoes on. I go like, April, don't get those. And like, because Mark, these are the shoes I came in with. Like, these are my <laughs> shoes. <laughs> wow. Like, well, that was fun. Well, that was fun. <laughs> well, what do you want to give this for the Mike Pence anxiety scale, Lou? How much anxiety do you think Jupiter? I don't think. Scale? I don't think he's getting much anxiety. I don't. Think and, so. and the scale is up to a hundred, right? Zero to a hundred. Yeah. I'm gonna say fifteen percent. Fifteen. I think there's more here that he doesn't like than you're giving him credit for, but I'll go 55. 55. Well, if you would say it, that would help us, John. I did. And we didn't agree. So I'll give it a 20. Giving it a 30, which is 10 points higher than Jingle All the Way. All right. Our next category, Hell on Heels. How are we doing on feisty ladies? Well, Jupiter pretty much just asks questions the whole time. Yeah, she's not. not she's much more. For her. She's she's inquisitive, confused, bewildered, <laughs> yeah. and lost. I was also curious. Yes, what do you think? You. What do you think is the <laughs> time span of this movie? Three days, four days. I want to say three to. Yeah, I felt like three to four, like a jam. So she goes from days. being a house cleaner to be to learn being told she's part of this intergalactic dynasty and like marrying some like. I was just like, no wonder she's just asking questions. But I was like, she's really calm for someone who's had this yeah, much happen to her no in this amount of, of time. There's no sense of wonder to any. There's no sense the, of awe yeah. or wonder about anything that's happening to her. The thing right. that's scary is that her, she she is giving no emotion a Not lot of all. the time. And we and are I, living for <laughs> it. <laughs> yes, honey, give us nothing. Yes. <laughs> Are you asleep with your eyes open? <laughs> yes, mom. More like Mila snoozeness. Mm. <laughs> I there's there are no, and I hate to say this, women I would aspire to celebrate in this movie. Right. There's not a lot of men either, except for Eddie Redmayne. Probably uh, true. Exactly. I mean. I think the other Russian house cleaners, the other women in her family are a little tough. Like her mother was yeah. a little feisty. Her mother was a little feisty, and I would even her say barely the, in the movie. The young, Someone, the the young, the young female, the captain of that girl. one ship. Yeah, there's that one. The one captain of the Aegis. Who could forget our favorite cinematic ship, the Aegis? Sure. Yeah. Which is what I call Hollywood Aegis. Um. Thank you. Thank you for being thank so you. brave. Brave. Thank I'll you. Stand. <laughs> I. You know what's so hard is like I try to think back to specifics of the movie and there's just a fog no <laughs> and i literally <laughs> watched it today i watched yeah. it today <laughs> i watched it today and i was just like what did they do and it, it's so yeah there, there's no, there's nothing memorable except and i wonder because everything is so boring is Eddie Redmayne's performance as good as I think it is? But I, I think it is. I think it is. I disagree. I think, it <laughs> I, think it, I wouldn't say it's good, but I think it's memorable. I think it is like yeah. goofy. I like that he goes, he's like a Pixie song, loud, quiet, loud. You know, yeah. he's just like whispering. So you turn up the volume on your TV. Then the next thing you know, he's screaming your head off. He's screaming. Mm -hmm. he just and it's normally for too much of it. Yeah. There's and not we have enough to be of three him. of these siblings. Like there has to be three of them. <laughs> and like that, all we need to learn about their gate. They're it's trying to do this Again, like weird, like political gamesmanship, like courtroom court politics. Like we don't care. No one cares. And again, like that's why it feels like a TV show where it's like, yeah. oh, this is they just need to fill up forty two minutes this week. But this was a movie. This was definitely a, a movie. It was a movie. Oh, Hell on Heels, Lou. What do you think for Hell on Heels? What do you want to give it? I want to give it a solid ten. Ten, and you're mad about it. Yeah. yeah, 
I'll go 10 as well. 10. I'll go 15. Because she does like push Eddie Redmayne off a platform or kick him no, at one point. She mm-hmm. does. Well, does, it, does she not? What, what happens she is. She hits him with a pipe or something. She does hit him with a pipe. She hits him with a pipe. But, but he also hits her with a pipe. And then True. she refuses <laughs> to like do the final blow. And then she walks away, right. and then the ground just falls underneath them. So she yeah. doesn't do anything. She doesn't, she doesn't really do, do much. Yeah. yeah, she just keeps nope. climbing like she knows That's where she's going. Questions. It would have been it been incredible if she bludgeoned him to death. Yeah, because that would have been also so shocking for the right. tone of that whole movie. <laughs> right. right, she eats so his face. Violent, or just yeah, yeah, yeah eats like, his. I've face. had enough. Rips his, rips his throat. <laughs> yeah, with her teeth. For I would love an that. hour and 45 minutes. We're wondering why this is unrated. And then you see, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's also one of those things that climax is all of a sudden it all hinges on like, Oh, this entire, like huge scientifically advanced facility. You heard it in this one spot. The entire thing collapses like a house of cards. Yeah. They're spraying yeah. people and healing wounds. They You're can't build a facility. They don't have the infrastructure. Nope. Nope. A rusty ass uh, platform. I guess it was made by the lowest bidder. I guess. All right, finally, the last of the canon categories, Lou. On a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend Jupiter ascending to a gay person? If I want to have sex with them, pretty highly. (laughs) This could be a good one to have on. It's a really good one to have on. To start, like, hey, let's come watch a movie, because who cares if you, like, stop paying attention to it? Yeah, 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 we're not watching this. But would I recommend this to a queer person? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I would, I would, because there's camp, there is camp, and there's wonder in it, and I could have friends and we could chit talk and and have that. And also, this is also coming off of this past weekend. I saw Megan. And oh yes, the movie, <laughs> the movie. You have to have someone do that movie. I would say I would recommend this. So I guess for me, I'd give it a a, a sixty eight. 68. While watching this movie, I was like, on paper, this seems like a campy movie. Like it, but for like, I was like, I want it to be like Flash Gordon. Like it reminded me a lot of Flash Gordon. There's a lot just of like, Flash Gordon. Like just like a human normal person is suddenly like a part of this huge, like intergalactic crazy world with all these crazy characters and like hawk people and lizard people and all this stuff. And I was just like, it's just flat. It's just so boring. I just, it was it just needs all a queen CGI. It, everything needs his queen soundtrack. I'll give it a 12. A 12, John said. No, take that off my screen. I think this is pretty goofy fun. I think it's a fun one to have on. It's dumb, but also, like, you can leave the room for 20 minutes, come back, you'll be fine. I'll give it a 60. Give it an average of 46.67, which is 30 points lower than Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, which, honestly, that makes sense. All right, now we are into the aforementioned wheel category. Spinning wheel. So these categories are categories previous guests have brought in. We've put them all in this wheel, which is an app on my phone. So we're going to spin this twice. Whatever categories randomly pop up, that's how we will judge this movie. Then we have a listener wheel, which is all uh, categories that our listeners have submitted. So we're going to spin that once. Whatever category pops up, we will use that. And then you will either come up with an original category, which we can add to the wheel, or we can choose one uh, that exists on the wheel that might work. And does all that make sense? Yes. All right, cool. We'll walk you through it. Here we go. First spin of the wheel. Would you have told us if it didn't make sense? No. <laughs> That's what I thought. All that jazz. Songs you would dance to in a club. All that jazz. Songs you would dance to in a club. I will say, I do think the score is really good. But would you dance to it in a club? Absolutely not. Um, there's nothing, right? There's no pop I don't think there's song any there's... like songs in it. Right, which you don't really expect in most sci-fi epics. No. 
no. I mean, maybe if they someone did a dance remix to like the theme. I mean, other than but, other than the Fifth Element, I don't think there's any like opera because all of its tone and and bombast. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Star Wars, you've got the Cantina Band, you've got uh, Size Noodles, The Job of the Hutt's Palace. There's some stuff. We never got to the wedding reception, unfortunately. No. If there oh, was, if sure the village people in... would have been played. Yeah. Yeah, but, there's yeah. like nothing in it, right? Shit would have been popping off. Anything. I mean, it's in Chicago. Doesn't Chicago? Chicago's known for its like blues uh, houses. I've heard Chicago has music. <laughs> yes, it's blues houses. <laughs> mm-hmm. The House of Blues. Yes. Sure. Uh-huh. That's a club, right? We don't hear one. They he couldn't jet uh, boot into one of those. No. Nope. No, this one's pretty uh wheel not being kind. Nuh-uh. No. I'm I'm gonna give, I guess, for this a five. A five. Yeah, I'll go three. Three. I was look, I guess this is one of those movies. Uh, Tom Twiker, who's uh, they co-directed Cloud Atlas with and also did Run Little. He does all his movies. He has a score. He lets his like composer make the music before they even shoot the movie. So he makes the movie to the score, and they did that for this movie. And then someone made a ballet out of like four pieces of this music from Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, but huh. it doesn't have anything to do with the movie. It's just it's about gotcha. like pl- the planets or something. So well, also Jupiter, Jupiter, something to do with the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but not like the plot of the movie, anyway. Well, I'm glad that they put all that focus on the music and not what people were. Actually yeah, not any story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's I'll. I'll give it a zero. I'm just like, there we go. Okay. Giving it a 2.67. All right. Okay, spin that wheel go. one more time. Michael Giacchino did the score. One of my favorite composers. Busy wallpaper. Busy wallpaper. I mean, is there any wallpaper in this movie? Like it'd be I in the any. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of very you fluid know what, wall structures. <laughs> there's a lot of like green screen where like they're like the cities behind them. The there's yeah, there's a lot like, of like big windows more than walls. But also like that is busy. What's and like that essentially is wallpaper. You know what I mean? It is, but it's a window. Yeah, but it's not in real life. It is just a green screen. It's just an effect. You know what I mean? It's just it's not. I'm saying like uh, it's a form of wallpaper. The the green it's, screening of a busy. But it's city. not a wall and it's not paper. But it's well, a they form are of really standing in front of a green screen, which uh-huh. they then like you know rotoscoped onto a, a futuristic cityscape. That's uh-huh. though, in I a way. Like I feel like that's a stretch. That's yeah. absolutely. Real God stretch, forbid yeah. we stretch on a podcast. Uh-huh. But I would I'm say, yeah. I would mm-hmm. say. I would say. That, that's the other thing that bothers me uh, is like when you do look at the cityscapes or anything. I was like, this, this seems very. This doesn't seem like enlightened or fun or exciting, right? Yeah, and so I'm like, Ugh, which is which. Which again feels very bisexual to me. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm frustrated. <laughs> I well, should. Frustrated. You have all the options. I know. Yeah, but um, that's sometimes frustrating. Maybe even worse than like yeah. I have all the. And options. sometimes it's a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it beca- yeah. I'm at the buffet and I still don't know what I want. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing. Salad or soup? Why not both? Put your salad in your soup. Uh, no, that's no one's happy. <laughs> You and now no one's dressing. happy, and that is Jupiter ascending. And yes. is Jupiter. <laughs> we gave you everything, and nobody liked it. Yeah, no one liked it. Uh, wallpaper, I'm going to have to, to be honest, because it was so unmemorable, these, these wallpapers, I'm going to give it a two. 
two. That's exactly what I was going to give it a two because I was like, I bet in the house that she, you know, the with her family, there was yeah. probably some, but it was so chaotic and crazy. But yeah, I'll give it a two as well. <laughs> yeah. How dare they not make the wallpaper pop? <laughs> but I can't even like remember what the what it looks like. I don't even think there was. I think it was just plain, plain walls. I think uh, I'll give it a five. Give an average of three. So generous. <laughs> now we're into the listener category. Okay, so there's less categories, but equally beloved and important. Here we go. Suddenly shouting. Suddenly oh, shouting. Okay. Wow. Now. It's... Okay. All right. Now we're here. This comes, this, from, like... this comes from our listener, Ian Hinckley, from the Auteur Detour podcast. So thank you, Ian. Thank Give you, that Ian. Podcast. Their description is, Do, does a character's dialogue suddenly shift from talking to screaming? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, exclusively wow. Eddie Redmayne's characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exclusively. I mean that, and that is like the one thing I mostly remember about this movie. It's like yeah. Eddie Redmayne suddenly <laughs> screaming. You heard of suddenly Susan? How about suddenly screaming? He's just like suddenly <laughs> shouting. Suddenly shouting. Um, I'm gonna give it a 98. 98. Uh, I'll give it a, a 75. 70. Come on, John. What it's more just do that you one want? character. Yeah, One but more what characters other do that. Come on. I'm giving 75. it 100. This is, I'm giving it 100 and suddenly <laughs> shouting, giving it a 91. And if you would like to contribute a category, just go. There's a Google form in the show notes. Please submit one. Mm-hmm. All right, Lou, the time has come for you to come up with a category, or you can choose a pre existing one. Did you have any thoughts on a category that we can do use have to judge a, how gay? I, it? I do have a thought on Please. a category. Well, let's hear it. Would I show this movie to my grandmother instead of coming out to her verbally. (laughs) Oh, like a coded message? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Would I use this to come out to my grandmother? Yes, would I use this to come out to my grandmother? This is kind of like when uh, I came out uh, the summer, like I would, I started talking to my mother about like what origins of love meant in Hedwig and the Angry (laughs) before I was out to her, you know what I mean? You're kind of like dipping your toe into the water. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, 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 you're giving them samplers. Yes. (laughs) okay but of all the wachowskis (laughs) this would probably be the one i would like i don't know if this would be the one i would choose the most but it is all the fact that it is such like a goofy fairly it's a gateway i feel like it's a very gateway yeah it's like a little gateway yeah it's like i don't see a lot of straight guys showing their grandmother jupiter ascending exactly i don't think anyone's showing their grandmother jupiter ascending (laughs) The which your, might have. Yeah. Speak for yourself. I played it at her funeral. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> so you came out to your house. grandmother at your funeral. Oh, well yeah. Timed. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, she handled it poorly because she did she? Was dead. <laughs> so you went to her funeral, showed her a movie, and then she died. Maybe the timing was perfect. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> for this movie, I would give it if uh uh maybe like a 30. 30. <laughs> uh, I will give it a three. Three. John is being very tough today. I'll give it a 35. Giving it a 22.67. All right. Now we're into the bonus category. Extra. Extra. So these categories, as they, as their name implies, are bonus. So it's just extra points it gets. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it's not going to work against the movie, but it doesn't help. So we're rating from zero to 10. Okay. All right, the first one, musical potential. Could you see a musical being made out of uh, Jupiter Ascending? Well, that woman did make a ballet out of the score. So it, it has, yes, it does have potential. It is yeah. a space opera. Opera, true. 
Right. Um, they'd almost have to make it like the Princess Diaries version of it, where it's just all about her, like, now you're a queen and this, like, intergalactic uh, royalty system. And I would say, again, like, I think that thing that was so fascinating about Jupiter Ascending is that it was basically a movie that has been done so many times before. Like, storylines and plot lines. By the Wachowskis themselves. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing, there are, like, unclear stakes. Like, oh, I guess there are humans on other planets, but at the end of the movie, we're not too concerned about rescuing them either. I think a musical can't be made out of it, but I don't think it would be a good one. No, it's also hectic, right. I feel like. There's so much, yeah. like, now we're going from this thing. Now we got to do this thing. Now they're just, it's just like a chase movie, but with no real stakes. Yeah, and I think, yeah. like, what little the movie does well, I think doesn't, I mean, you, obviously a musical doesn't have to be on stage, but this would be, like, a horrible thing to stage, because, like, the visuals are what's so fun about it, and to try to recreate the visuals of this movie in a stage would be really tough how would you do the jet boots how would you tap, do jet tap boots? shoes that's yes wow. yes that's yes. really <laughs> underwhelming uh not if savion glover was in those tap shoes thank okay. you very much but to go I from mean, like flying around the skyline of chicago to just yeah, tapping exactly it's a terrible idea you can't put them up on wires i i think john tapping on wires so is sort of what's the what then what's the tap hitting there's no tapping. I'm saying we're just. I think Eddie Redmayne like can Peter have Pan. a tap number. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually have him fly. I'm dare to suggest. I mean, you know, they had the Spider-Man turning off the dark, which you know was a disaster. But still, the, the <laughs> they have the technology <laughs> to fling a human being uh, around mm-hmm. a theater. So like it's there, and it's there. to have like maybe like light up, you know, because like they're just lighting up shoes, but also have them be tap shoes so that when they do hit the floor. Uh-huh. Just working. You could do the I want song is all her just like cleaning toilets, you know, like sure. Yeah. Just asking a lot of life. questions. Yeah. And a then B have, chorus. have a B chorus. That's what thank you. You got to involve <laughs> the bees. So musical for me, the potential mm. is a six. A six. <laughs> pretty high. I'm going to have to give it a one on this one. one. I'll give it a two. It's pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. Giving it a three. All right. The next guy, a queer menace. Are there any queer menaces? Well, I think mostly Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne is who I could think of. Yeah. Mostly Eddie Redmayne. And again, like in the time in which it came out, you don't need to have queer coded villains. That's Uh, true. I wouldn't think so. I think like that's where you lose points. Like if this movie came out, you know, like 92, they'd be like, okay. Maybe. Alan Rickman or something. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Alan Rickman would mm-hmm. do well, but would he do as well as Eddie Redmayne? It'd be a different take. Yeah. It would be, yeah. That's it's, it's apples and shrimp. I'd say I give Eddie Redmayne gave a lot, so I'm going to give it a, a 35. A zero to ten, three point five. Oh, three point five. Then <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's all just Eddie Redmayne. I'll give it a two. Two. I'll give it a five because I do think he's the best thing about the movie. Uh, giving it a 3.5. All right, next category. Character actress makes a big swing. Well, it's not an actress, but uh, yeah. I almost feel like we should get rid of the actress part of this. Just like anyone taking a big swing. Yeah. And I do think Eddie Redmayne is taking a big swing. Yeah, he is. It's big. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it an 8.5. An 8.5. Loving the I, decimal. I'll give it cuz it well, it is still character actress makes a big swing. So I'm going to go 2. What's the two for? The aunt. You thought she's really well. There's an the, actress. The uncle, the uncle, so. And the, Nino, the played uncle, by Frog Stone. Come on. The uncle was very broad in his mm-hmm. performance. Very broad. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I'll give it a five. Giving it a 5.17. I mean, he was the Danish girl. That's got to count for something. Yeah. Uh, all sure. right, our next category. Macabre. How macabre is Jupiter ascending? Well, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Bean's daughter coughs, and that's how we know she's dying. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Didn't you know? As soon as the character coughs for no reason oh, yeah, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, like just oh, okay. They're yeah. dead. Like, they could have edited it out if the actress just coughed. I did like in the opening, though, that the aliens or whatever are roughing up a pregnant woman. Like, that's pretty, you yeah, know, that, that was really great. That was really great. <laughs> but overall, there wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, I bet you they thought that they were darker than they were, but they definitely weren't. Uh, this is not a mo- this is more like no. sa- it had a real like um, 80s, like Saturday morning cartoon feel like even yeah. those bounty hunters looked like, you know, G.I. Joe rejects. Yes, the, the, the yeah. design of them all looks. Like we're and the also, waste he, boys or something. And like the levels of aliens, the first aliens that they tr- introduced you to were very generic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that poor woman who just has like big ears. Yeah. Like that's right. The, poor looks, thing. Yeah. Not flattering. So macabre. I mean, a, t- a two? A two. I'll go one. One. I think it's all because like there's never a sense of like, well, what does it mean to harvest humans? We never really see it. Mm. Right. It's mostly inferred, and then you're still not sure what that even means. We'll give it a two. I mean, just the waste of money, maybe? It's fairly <laughs> macabre. <laughs> All right, finally, gay actors playing gay roles. Well, Samuel Barnett, who plays Bob, is... Oh, okay. There. So there is one. Eddie right. Redmayne is not. And and Channing Tatum is half duck. That's true. <laughs> That's representation. And that's representation. And, and don't take he that directed away. That he directed that movie. Dog, dog in real life. Yeah, that's true. He directed true. that movie Dog, which people liked. It did well. Know. Yeah, it did. You know, I think it was like, and also one of like the first m- movies I felt that were coming out as cinemas were opening. Am, am I wrong or right about that? It was like a year around ago, that time. So, yeah. yeah. But that's uh, inco- inconsequential to the actual topic at hand. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it. Uh, one because that character was such a small character one yeah i'll give it a two for that guy two i'll give it a two uh giving it a 1.67 tying it with all about my mother how about that all right fine not finally almost finally we're into the iconic category All right, so these categories are bigger, broader, more wide-reaching categories, so it's now we're scoring them from 0 to 225. Okay. <laughs> All right, the first one, how what would you rate Jupiter ascending on 0 to 225 in homoeroticism? How homoerotic is Jupiter ascending? There there was nothing sexual about that. No. Movie. They, like they, they were given visuals of people's bodies, but Right. It felt more like a museum yeah. than <laughs> it did eroticism so i'm gonna give it a strong 15 <laughs> 15 <laughs> yeah i'll give it 15 as well that sounds about right it's a strong we 15. Got Tatum, like shirtless for about 30 minutes though but he's oh. not like like with another dude but no, for but me it's still like a shirtless for me guy. for me Look, i'm not giving it, it was, a 225 it was it was I built know. in it was built it was built into action if there was homoeroticism they would have held it longer enough where you can just like yeah. Take a photographic memory of the. I was like, he's moving around a lot, and I'm not you getting to see heal. Yeah, sit, stay. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Rub Be your the belly. dog. You are. <laughs> he does play uh in uh This is the End. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, where he he's, did that uh, that bit role. Yeah, yeah. he's the sub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'll give it a 40. Giving it a 23.33, which is 30 points lower than Jingle All the Way. All right, our next category, Drag Queen Inspiration. Could a drag queen watch this and come away with a whole book of ideas? I mean, the looks are fun. I think this is probably where it's it's most strongest. But there's not even something that I feel like if you were to just show me a picture of one of these looks that I would immediately be like, oh, my God, Jupiter Ascending. I think if you did the wedding dress, I think. The wedding dress. And also, I do think uh, his, like, Channing Tatum. Just like a blonde goatee and pointy ears and, like, jet big, chunky boots. I think you'd know that. Definitely. Yeah. But that's kind of, but there is a lot of like fun, great looks, but still like there's nothing that feels like, oh yes, that iconic look on that person. That's fair. Even if they're not iconic, there's just not a lot of like uh, inspired looking thing. It's all fairly Mm -hmm. kind of generic looking overall. Yeah. No, I don't think, I don't, I think while queer people were involved in some of the fashion, I think they did it out of spite. (laughs) (laughs) They did it for the paycheck. They did it for the paycheck. This will go towards Uh, my Palm Springs weekend. That's Mm -hmm. right. I'm going to give it a really good 32. 32. (laughs) I think there are some fun looks, so I will give it a 68. 68. I mean, you got those big gargoyles and suits. That was all CGI, though, for the most part. So no, that's good. it's good for you. Can't do a drag version of a CGI yeah. character. Yeah, Dragula make would be wings. All over that. Okay, sure. Um, I'll give it a seventy. Giving it a fifty-six point sixty-seven. All right, our next one, queer one hundred and one. How much of this would you say is an essential text for queer people? <laughs> well, I'll say I learned things about myself and uncovered new levels of queerness. Wow. Okay. Um, and that maybe I'm straight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, this is like maybe a I'm straight maybe our conversion maybe. camp yeah uh, chick-fil-a check out what they're doing <laughs> i wouldn't say that there's a lot going on but there is camp where you'd be like hey this, this is like straight camp so this is like a <laughs> like this is like a fun <laughs> this is like the straight version of that um but i feel like i've been way too hard giving them uh low numbers <laughs> so i'm gonna be very generous and i'm gonna give them 40. A 40. <laughs> I think there, yeah, th- you've got this. This course has to be going on for years before I get to Jupiter ascending. So I will give it a 17. 17. I mean, just I guess the Wachowskis of it all, yes, but I would not, this would not be the top of the list. No. To introduce someone to the work of the Wachowskis. This is very minor Wachowskis. I'll give it a, but it is the Wachowskis. So it, it is, is the interesting. It is yeah. an interesting contrast to like to like. Oh, it makes all the other ones look that much gayer. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not always that interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I'll also give it a forty for that. Giving it a thirty-two point thirty-three. Finally, the last of the iconic categories: camp factor. How campy is Jupiter ascending? I mean, I think here is its strongest category. Yeah, I do think that there's a lot going on, and I think because of that, that is inherently camp. I just think that the flavor of camp felt very like safe. I I think it was also, like I said, a lot of the camp was taken down by all this exposition dialogue. Like that took a lot, Mm -hmm. but if you removed it and you just looked at those moments, you're like, this is silly. This is ridiculous. This is absurd. It was like all the camp felt joyless to me. Yes. And I think it was because the joy was taken from you once action started (laughs) (laughs) at the start of the movie. Yeah. It's like, it's like you were, you were, you were, you were hit with a tranquilizer and they're like, okay, 
enjoy your day. <laughs> and it was like, and, and you know what? People do do that. Uh, <laughs> okay. In the house, I, I want to be generous and I want to, and I'll give them 82, 82. Uh, I think it's so, I don't know. To me, I kept being like, why am I not having fun with this? When like everything on paper seems like, oh, it's campy and ridiculous. I should be laughing or at least having that fun with it. And I didn't at all. I'm going to go 39. Was your hand stuck in something? No. Was there like something personal going on? No. No? Well, I don't know what to tell you. All right, I will. Maybe uh, I have a quick list of campy things I noticed. Uh, here we go. Tweaking studio logos. Maximilian Jones, the son of an English diplomat who always saw the best in people. Dying for a telescope. Your lead actress being introduced with a scene where she cleans a toilet. An entire planet seemingly designed by Frank Gehry. Eddie Redmayne's entire performance. Another scene where Mila Kunis cleans the toilet. An interplanetary dog-based bounty hunter smelling record smelling medical records in a fertility center in Chicago. A barking gun. Unconvincing green screen. A humble gargoyle henchman saying, Kath Catherine Dunleavy, using a pseudonym to sell your eggs for some reason, a beehive-covered house straight out of a Miyazaki movie, crop circles, a room filled with too many candles, skinny dipping in front of the reincarnation of your mother, is Jupiter Jones the original Nepo baby? Unconvincing romances, strapping in before you portal, Brazilian... Brazil homages featuring Terry Gilliam, chandeliers in space that feel very The Grove, wanting to marry the genetic reincarnation of your mother. The Wachowskis sure do have a thing for farming humans, having one, having more than one scene where Channing Tatum has to stop Mila Kunis from signing a contract. And finally, yet another scene where Mila Kunis cleans a toilet. I'll give it 124. Giving it an 81.67, which is eight points higher than Jingle All the Way. Boy, that's coming up a lot. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh and it's very it's very similar to Jingle All the Way. <laughs> very <laughs> similar vibes. There's sister films. Yeah. Uh, the Earth is the doll, I guess. The Power Man or whatever his name was. The Earth figure. is Power Man, yeah. yeah. Earth yeah. is Power Man. All right. Now, finally, we're into the crown jewels. So these categories we don't rate. We just say yes or no. We think we get it gets this bonus. Okay. All right, a 50% bonus of all the points for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Jupiter Ascending have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock some people here, and I'm going to say no. Bro! <laughs> what? Jet, yeah, I said it. Jet boots yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. And I don't want to hear it. People have been I don't want to hear it. Come for me. Of that. Come it's for 2023, me. and you're saying that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Bold. Yeah, I mean, there's really no portrayal of homosexuality. Absolutely. Not really. I mean, even if you wanted to say, like, you know, the Wachowskis are queer themselves, but this isn't their Not best. their best work. No, this is not their best work. Uh, it's real rough when you say it. it's no cloud atlas. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Finally, negative 50% of all the points. If this is the movie Stonewall, this is not the movie Stonewall. So it will not lose 50% of its points. All right. That's it. We're done. All right. Lose. Wait, so now is, we... wait, are you sure it's not the movie Stonewall? <laughs> hmm. I mean, it is a lot of movies. Is one of them Stonewall? Is <laughs> one of the movies under, <laughs> under the flaps of where the movies is it Stonewall? Uh-huh. So many um, no, movies within no, it's movies. No. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It is not. All right. All right. So now that we've been through it all, do you still think it's going to come in 25th place? You know, I'm going to be hopeful. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ever the optimist. 
it'll be hopeful and say yes, you know? All Everything right. okay. is okay, maybe. <laughs> Everything is okay, maybe. All right, I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,094.55 points, uh, Jupiter Ascending has scored 724.88, giving a percentage of 34.61%, <laughs> nice. making it the 159th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Submarine, but gayer than The Secret of Nim. That sounds about right. That I sounds about so. right. That Although, feels right. <laughs> Submarine, as I recall, was a very straight movie. Well, Submarine got a 35.45. Okay. Maybe well, some of those needle go. drops, you know. Yeah, yeah. All righty. All righty. Wow. Well, that, wow. we did it, Lou. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel like I did a disservice. <laughs> to who or what? <laughs> because I, I, my memory is what did it from, because I was like, I do remember going to the movies and having a good time, and I think it was because we were really drunk and high. And mm-hmm. That'll do it. And, and again, uh, I really do akin my the situation with like a, a karaoke song that is way too long. You're like, Oh, I like parts of this, but most of this I don't remember. <laughs> sure. But I, I do think that there I think it's a valuable movie to explore because I love bad movies. And there I think you go. This, I you never go. regret watching it. I always have a good time. It's yeah. goofy as hell. Does any yeah. of that work? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But Absolutely I not. uh well Lou, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything yeah, you'd like treat. to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Give me money. Does <laughs> <laughs> if they see you throw some dollars at if you? If you see me on the street, if you see me online, <laughs> say, hey, do you need money? And the answer is probably yes. Sure. So uh, ch- check me out on these streets looking for money. Also, check out Squirrel Comedy Theater. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of cool programming. If you go on my Instagram, truly, I don't post anything except TikTok videos. I have to say... Uh, Lou, the, your curation of TikTok is masterful. I am constantly astounded. I, like, he is a must follow. If you're someone who's like, I kind of want to get into TikTok, but I don't want to actually get into TikTok, follow Lou on Instagram. He, you pick the most amazing, hilarious, delightful. You're, you're, I, I cannot say enough good things about your Instagram Thank and you. your TikTok curation. It is masterful. You have to, have to follow him. Angry it, I Lou. will say, yes, follow Angry Lou. I will say it's something that I'm surprised, and it's made my algorithm on TikTok incredible. <laughs> oh my god, it must! I have. was like, I'm so blessed. I was, I, 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 I was, that makes sense because yeah. I will watch it. I'll be like, how does he find all of this stuff? It's amazing. Yeah, I just lucked into a really good algorithm, and I'm just sharing it with. <laughs> You're the in that groove. Oh, please yeah. share at the apple cart. Oh my goodness, what are you on TikTok? Or should oh, we not bother I'm, following you? On TikTok? I'm at Angry Lou. I mean, I repost okay. stuff. Like I started being like, oh, because I because I did not understand what TikTok was. I was like, oh, I'll just put my Instagram reels on there. I mean, um, my Instagram stories on there. I just didn't sure. understand what it was. And then once I understood it, I was like, oh, the opposite. And, and no. I, like, <laughs> Ju- like Jupiter ascending. You're like, there's so many different avenues that you can go in this. And I just became yes. <laughs> paralyzed by it. And now I just consume it and I gobble it up. And then I, I vomit it into Instagram. It's <laughs> it. We are all the better for it. Yeah. <laughs> the digestive system is working. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Well, everyone, check that out. Thank yes. you so much, Lou. And thank you so much, listeners. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, CWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, you're going to email us at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought if we got anything wrong. We love hearing from you. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Two Old Queens. For just a few extra bucks a month, you get twice the queenage. Sure. Yeah, sure. That works. We also have merch. If you go to T Public and search for Two Old Queens, there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved ones. And a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Oakwood Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. And that's it for us. We'll see you next time, everybody. Stay safe. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.